Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score in an NBA game this week can win $100 in free bets. It's just that easy. Welcome, everyone. As you can tell, um, I am not Leah. Um, (laughs) Leah is having a lot more fun uh, tonight at Harry Styles. Um, We actually have a a picture of her that she sent us having so much fun. Um, But I am Aaron Slindy here with my fellow Minnesotan Steve Peters. Hi, Aaron. And it's ironic. The the (laughs) setup, I know we're both in studio, but we're down the hall from each other. It's just it's just how technology has to work, I guess, when there's only two of us here. So, yes. Aaron, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Usually on the, the other side of the camera. Um, I wish there was something better to talk about tonight. I know. I know. I, I feel like we it's a broken record uh, kind of at this point. Um, again, saw a little bit of fight in the third period. Um, I was actually pretty surprised coming right out of the gate. Um with some of the fights, it was a little bit rowdy. What do you think um, might have caused some of that tension? You know, this is what Liam O'Brien's done twice now, and I, I don't know if it's... Okay, there are reasons for fighting the NHL. I get it. I get it. You're defending teammates. We saw that when Jaskin went down with the knee injury. Roussel jumps in with a fight. I don't understand what could have happened a minute into the game to create that. I honestly don't know. Um I guess it's great to see him stirring things up, but did it get the team going? Eh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, fighting for fighting's sake, does it does it inspire your teammates? I, I don't know if it does anymore. I, I like his effort. I like how Liam O'Brien plays. I think he's exciting. He's he hits. He's physical. He's moving all the time. Those things are all great. I the fighting it was okay. I mean, I know. Tyson Nash and we were listening to the, the broadcast and Tyson Nash got really excited about it. So I guess, you know, that, that was great, but I, I just look at this game and, and it's just becoming so repetitive. We're talking about the same problems. You know, we talk about, Hey, Leah Merrill is here. Leah live. is here. Seriously, even though I she's switch? not here. I'm not even sure who Harry Styles is, but I'd rather be there. How about that? <laughs> God, I, this is hard because we we're going to say the same things. Yeah, they gave up a goal uh, on the penalty kill. 
They were one for six on the power play. They had a five on three for two minutes, Aaron. They had yeah. five players. Nashville had three. And, and they, they took score. shots. They took shots at the goal and still, um, you know, we're seeing just a, a lack of off offensive production, um, yeah. which it, in the end, was, the goaltending comes, wasn't great tonight either. So oh, it's, it's hard to win that way. Yeah, it, we'll go back to Karel Vimelka and Veggie. Veggie was started off the season lights out. We talked about him probably being the early season MVP for this team. Um, unfortunately, he's really stug- struggled the last three. It's it's almost to the point where I, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Like clearly, Wedgwood's going to play in St. Louis. He has to. Carter Hutton, I, I don't think is going to be able to play in the next game or two. I don't think he's around the corner or coming back anytime soon. Uh, Veggie needs to spend some time with the goalie coach. And he's got to start working on his game. I think he's giving up uh, too many goals just inside the post. So far side. You know, far side coming down the wing. Um, he needs to work on his, his angles. He's giving up rebounds. He's just kind of felt like he lost it. And we can talk about what what it must be like playing behind this team right now. I, I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, they don't defend well. They don't kill penalties well. The goalie gets hung out to dry, and he's this is where he is 15 games in. It's tough. It definitely is hard to tell, and I think, I mean, like we talked about during the game, some of those goals um, are on Veggie, but other other ones, you know, they're not all his fault. Uh, you know, he does have to have a good defense behind him in order to make those saves that are going to be crucial for them to win games. But Chick did get his first goal tonight. Uh, how does that make you feel? And how do you think, um, does that have any sort of, uh, does that lead you to think there's any sort of hope for him to kind of get back on track where the team kind of needs him in order to be successful? You know, this is what we've talked about with Chicken for the whole start of the season. It's going to eventually come. He's going to score. He's going to score. He's going to score. And we've been waiting. So everybody plays better when things are going better. Like it, it, good breeds good. It, it's like a, a stone rolling downhill. So yeah, I'd have to think he's going to start. I, 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 he's taking more shot attempts. He looks better and more comfortable with the puck. Good grief. I, I hope it happens for him. He works hard enough. He's a good kid. You want to have success for Jacob Chikrin. He's getting on the first power play, which is something that he wasn't getting, you know, three, four games ago. Um, so let's hope that the floodgates start to open for him because he is, an important piece of this team's power play and their offensive production for sure. Absolutely. And uh, we talk about, um, you know, what, didn't talk about Aaron? what we haven't had the ASMR yet. We haven't. Oh my gosh. I, I was just so excited to finally be on the podcast, <laughs> but I in fact do um, a little ASMR for everyone here. here. We're cracking one open. Woo! Yeah, see, Leah, Leah's a, uh, Leah and I, that's the first thing we do before we have to start talking about the Oats. <laughs> and you know what's funny, though? You look at the shots <laughs> on goal tonight. The shots on goal are 24-23. Like, it's an even game. When you're giving up 24 shots, you cannot give up four goals. No. You just can't. Like, this should be, is it a 2-1 game? Maybe. Do I think the Coyotes are going to beat the Nashville Predators in Nashville? No, probably not. But when you look just strictly at the numbers... Six power plays, including a two-minute five-on-three. The shots are that even. If you wouldn't have shown me the score, I might have said the Coyotes won this game 2-1 or 3-2. I might have. And it's just, it's that, like the wrist shot from Yossi on the power play, no screen, no tip, 
straight in the net. To me, that was if you're on the bench looking at that, the players have to go, how are we going to win? Like, how are we going to win? So I, I think the frustration level in the players has to hit an all-time high. And let's go even further. You've got Fisher out with an upper body. You've got Ladd out in COVID protocol. Jaskin leaves the game hurt. Uh, and I don't know. I've heard this COVID thing is contagious. So Ladd's been in a plane, a bus, a hotel room, on the ice, on a bench with these guys for three days to think that no one else is going to come up on COVID protocol. Ah, gosh, I, I I don't know. That'd be extremely lucky if he's the only one that ends up going into COVID protocol. So not only are you getting guys hurt, you're not playing with your full lineup, your goaltending isn't what you want it to be, and you can't kill a penalty, you, you're not going to win. And the good news is they're going into the <laughs> well, first the good news? <laughs> They're going into St. Louis on Tuesday, and St. Louis leads the Central Division. Yes, although they, they did le- uh, lose tonight to the to the Hurricanes, uh, they still yeah, three, are. Two. Yeah, eight, three, and two. So, I mean, definitely not a good, not someone, you know, off a tough loss like this with players getting injured, um, with players possibly out for COVID protocol. Is there any way, like, is there any hope for the Coyotes at all against the Blues? Well, there is, and and there's a couple things. We talk about teams that have success against other teams. One of the teams over history, for whatever reason, the Coyotes play well in St. Louis. Clayton Keller's from there. He plays well there. Um, there's something, maybe, it, you know, part of it was the coaching dynamic where their head coach, Craig Berube and Rick Tockett were very good friends and incredibly competitive. I think that brought out the best in those two men. Now, does that carry over to Andre Tournier? I don't know. I don't think it's advantageous to have a depleted squad. I know they have the day off tomorrow. Um, so hopefully the bumps and bruises heal a little bit. Um, they won't fly to St. Louis until Monday. Um, so maybe, I mean, y- you never know. I mean, Wedgie's going to play that game. He has to. I mean, there's no, you know how bad I am at picking goalies. It's almost a running joke. They yeah. have to play Scott Wedgwood. And when we look at Vimelka's numbers over the last three, like honestly, he can't play right now. He needs to get his game back. So yeah. I, it's got to be Scott Wedgwood and he can win a game. And Karen asks a Karen asks a good question. Um, now that there's tape on Veggie, are teams picking apart his weaknesses? Do you think? And and they feel like, um, you know, he was such a unknown at the beginning of the season, then kind of just came out like you had talked about before. You know, like, do you think now, you know, teams have just scouted him enough to know where his weaknesses lie, and you know, that's where he's kind of gotten exposed these past few games because you were pretty high on him at the beginning of the, of the season. Yeah. You know, honestly, I think that is part of it. I think now that there is a, there is a, there's a list of data now and and teams do that. They'll go and look at every goal he's given up over the entire season. And yeah, there are trends on where he's given up those, those goals. That's clearly part of it. I still go back to the defending. I don't think that's good enough as a team. So I think that's hurt him. And you're right. I think he, when he came into the league, he came in as, one, we were surprised he was there. He was the backup. There's not a lot of pressure when you're the backup, especially when you're an unknown backup that's no one has ever heard of before. So I think that gave him an advantage to start. Like, hey, I can show these guys now. Okay, now Veggie's the guy. Veggie's our MVP. Veggie's our player. There's a whole different perspective when you're the guy. I mean, that, that your preparation is different. Your thoughts, the pressure on your, your ability to perform. I don't know if that got to him a little bit. That, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not a part of it. And so now that Wedgie's overtaken that, maybe 
veggie can go, okay, Wedgie's going to take those tough minutes. I'm, I'm back to being, you know, maybe not the guy. Maybe that will help him progress. I really think he needs some time to practice. And this team just doesn't have enough practice time. He needs to sit with Corey Schwab and they need to work on his game. And that's yeah, one that's thing I, you know, Corey Schwab can do that. That's what he's, he's, he's worked with these American league goalies. He's, he's worked with these development goalies, but he needs time to do that. And I don't know if they're getting enough ice time. I just don't. Yeah. Evie's is asking um, if you are eligible for the king of the game and <laughs> DraftKings would argue otherwise, but let's bring up, let's bring up our, our, um, our king of the game. Our king of the game. And we debated. And and Chikrin obviously was a, a close second. I mean, we're, we're very excited he got his first goal. But it was really hard to keep Phil Kessel out of the king of the game spot by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, he, he reached a milestone. Honestly, I, I'm, I am stunned at how difficult this milestone is to reach the, the, the Ironman game streak in the national hockey league and the number of games played consecutively by a player. And two of the, the top three are active players, man. It is hard. Like that, that we're talking no flu. You don't get sick. You don't get bumps and bruises. You don't get suspended. Like there's, it's incredibly difficult and, and kudos to, to Keith Yandel and Phil Kessel, like in the top three. So Phil stands alone in third. Um, and I tell you what, Keith Yandel is, is 30 away from taking over Doug Jarvis as the top Ironman in the history of the league as a defenseman and the defenseman you're taking, you're taking, you're going to the corners more, you're in front of more shots. I mean, that's, that's really impressive. So, to, cheers to Phil Kessel and congratulations uh, on on moving up and passing Gary Unger and Gary Unger, who Aaron played before you were born in St. Louis. <laughs> I had his hockey card. He was a guy really hair similar to yours. Very, very blonde, no helmet. And yeah, impressive <laughs> back in those days. Um, so uh, congratulations to Phil and, and hope there's many more to come. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you think, I know at the beginning of this season, we talked a lot about how if players played really, really well, it was most likely they were going to get traded. That was their reward was they were going to get traded to a different team. Um, my first question for you is how are you, uh, sat, are you satisfied with Phil Kessel's performance, uh, thus far in the season? And are there any coyotes that you think have, played well enough or are on the verge of playing well enough to get traded. You know, this is, it's interesting. Cause we we've talked about Phil. There's no secret. Phil doesn't want to be here. These publicly come out, not publicly. That's not fair. Phil wants to move on. Phil wants to win. He, he's not interested at his age and where he's at in the game. He doesn't want to rebuild again. They would gladly get him off their books and give that spot to a developing player. Unfortunately, can't do that with a salary and just, here you go. Nobody wants to take Phil Kessel on right now. Do I think he's played well enough? Honestly, no. He 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 is going to have to produce on the power play if somebody's going to have to pick him up. And, and for him not to, you look at the shots tonight on the five on three. And you talked about having shots there. Clayton Keller took four of them. And if you go back and look at it, which we did here, um, the goaltender Saros didn't have to move. Like he stuck to the post. Keller shot a puck into him. Keller got the puck back, shot the puck into him. The only way you score on a five on three is to get the goaltender moving. You got to get a pass through the seam. You got to get it up to the point. Guys rotate, then put it through the seam. You need a goaltender to move. There was no movement on that. 
and you need to get the puck in the hands of Phil Kessel. He's got the best shot of the guys on the ice. Never had an opportunity to shoot because he couldn't get him the puck. I thought it was too stationary. So Phil needs to produce on the power play. He needs to get a power play goal or two if he's going to get out of here. And if he doesn't, this might be it. Anybody else going to get traded? I mean, Gostas Bear is putting up the numbers, but he's got a two-year deal. So I don't know if he's going to be a movable piece right now either. Um, I I think this is it for a while. And I tell you, we've talked about it over and over and over. This has got to be an incredibly difficult locker room to go into every day to go to work. It like Shane Wright aside, like the Shane Wright sweepstakes coyotes are in great shape. Okay. We got this like Montreal got a point tonight. Um, We have to see what ends up happening with Seattle. Ottawa got a point tonight. Arizona's great. Like we're fine. Go ahead and win a game or two. Like it's okay to win a game or two. It's okay to win, everyone. It's yeah, okay. it is. Someone okay. tell the Coyotes that it's okay to win. No, well, I just think um, the other day watching that interview with Shane Doan and just watching his emotions change because he's very obviously comfortable with you and Craig. But when you guys asked him about, you know, like we see you talking to these guys, like what is it? You know, what is it like for them? What do you want to give to them? And just seeing his the way that he reacted and how he immediately just, you know, felt for them. He wanted them to know that he knows it's hard and he wants to try and and be there for them and, and give them that encouragement that they need in order to keep pushing because he knows that it's not hard. He knows that they're struggling. But again, we go back to that's what the point of of this tank season is. So I can't, I mean, being an athlete myself, knowing that feeling of feeling like you just can't win, nothing you're doing is good enough. Like what can you be doing better? Just trying to find any answer that you possibly can is just the worst feeling ever. It's just like feeling that you can't be happy about anything because everything you're doing just isn't good enough or not going right. So everything that we're talking about in this studio and all the fans are talking about in the discord and in the comments of their frustration level, like it's nowhere near what it is for both the players and the coaches. It's nowhere near like that. That is their complete livelihood. That's they take that job and they, they don't leave it at the rink. It's at home with them. You don't think this is wearing on them literally 24 hours a day. I feel for the players and the coaches and, and I just look at this every day going, I don't know a way out. You can't can't coach your way out of this mess. You, these players clearly can't play themselves out of it. I like I don't know what we're going to be talking about by Christmas. Like, I don't know what kind of numbers we're going to be looking at on the score sheet and in the standings and going, where is this team by Christmas? I, I'm frightened. Like, unless everybody gets healthy and everybody plays above where they've played so far, the goaltending is lights out. I'm afraid what we're going to be doing in December. What are we going to talk about on this show for an hour a day for 67 more games? I I, I swear, I don't know. And we're we're going to come out here and say, oh, there was a bright spot. They killed two penalties. I mean, I I can't say that to people. Like, what do you do? You need need to execute. This team has to play mistake-free hockey. You can't. You can't run them like the the miracle on ice practices where they're going up and down the ice till they throw up. That's not going to do anything. So I I, I think it's going to be 
you know, I'll, I'll try to get my frustrations out. I've got my beer going. Uh, I'll get my frustrations out as best I can and, and get ready for Tuesday. And I'll, I'll ride the wedgie train and, and hope he has an outstanding hockey game against the Blues. Um, yeah. It, it's tough. It's it's really, really tough and frustrating. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll digress a little bit. They are in the right city to blow off steam. Like there are, there are very few <laughs> cities like Nashville, Tennessee. If any of yeah. our listeners and viewers have been I to Nashville, Andrews there. Is, is there? Andrews there? He said boys weekend in Nashville, but I don't know if he was talking about him or if he was talking, I, about, the talking team. about the players. I did see a picture somewhere. Someone tweeted out that they were at the rink. And if, if you haven't been to, have you been to Nashville, Aaron? No, but I'm actually going for the the bridal party that our bridal shower was at this morning. Um, I'm, I will be at the bachelorette party in Nashville in January. So the hockey rink is on the corner of Broadway. It's right where Broadway starts. Broadway is wow. when they show these shots at the game all the time. You see all the blinking lights and all the, the, the little bars. That is literally across the street from the hockey rink. So if you go to the game, you walk out of the arena, you are on Broadway. And it is... Live country music after live country music after live country music, bar, 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 bar for blocks. And it is, I tell you what, I'm not, well, I can't say I'm not a huge country fan. I do have a few in my iPod, but I, is it iPod? No, it's not a thing anymore. It's an iPhone. Um, but yeah, you can't help but get into the vibe of Broadway when you're in Nashville. It is unbelievable. And if you haven't yeah. gone, if sports fans haven't gone, if you can, tie it into a, a predator game, go to a game and then walk down Broadway, see the country music hall of fame. It's absolutely fantastic. So Aaron, have fun. I'll give you a few places. We well, talk about Tootsies a lot. Well, I Craig hope Aaron- is there. So I'm a little jealous of Craig uh, right now. <laughs> Seriously. Clip that. Really? Yes. Is his hair? No, it's not his hair. No, 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 no. It's not his suit. Uh, I know that. No. Uh, no, no. I'm jealous that he's there. Oh. And he'll be joining us, right? Did you you didn't see our show last night? By the way, Aaron just flew in for the show today. Aaron was in Minnesota yesterday at the, the bridal party she was talking about. She was in Minnesota, so she missed our show last night. Yes. You missed Craig might have had a few. He he was he wow. was, yeah, he spent most of the afternoon. Uh, yeah. He had had a few. Let's put it Good that way. Good for Craig. Good for Craig. I'm here for it. I'm well, and for it. Craig just sent me a tweet, but I'm going to let him give that news. I won't break his news. That's what he does for a living. I'll, I'll give it yeah, to him. Yeah, don't. We won't break it. We'll, we'll leave it as a um. So he'll be soon, I think, because he just finished with the coach. And I, I would be surprised. We should, as a group, make sure that Craig gets to his room on time and he stays there tonight. <laughs> so that he can get safely. I don't know if he's flying tomorrow. I don't know where he's going. Is he going to St. Louis? Is he coming home? I, I honestly don't know. Like, I guess we'll find out here. But um, Karen did uh, remind us in the chat that that this is a rebuild. And I feel oh, that since I'm here. Way, for those yes. that don't know, Aaron is the voice because she's always behind the camera. This is the voice of the rebuild. Right? And I, we did it live. I am the voice of the rebuild reminder. So let's get um, it live, Aaron. I'm ready. This is what I get paid to do. Ready? Rebuild reminder. Fantastic. You guys, could you guys tell it was me? <laughs> see it's fantastic see we should we, we should know more about aaron 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 one we're both from minnesota so that's awesome as is although big huge snowstorm in my hometown of bemidji minnesota tonight Expecting yeah two, it was two snowing feet. when i was there seriously 
Yeah. Rain, like freezing rain, snow, there's ice on all the bridges. Awful. And so Minnesota native, but Erin played college volleyball at West Virginia. So she's an NCAA volleyball player. True story. Yes. True, true story. True facts. Um, I was still coaching girls it a little like Alexa. Thank you. That's the goal. That was the she, goal of that. She does sound like Alexa. I'm glad <sighs> someone likes it, Petey. I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, no, I think it's fantastic. I made the button. Yeah. So when you're not here, we can we can talk about it. The other thing that we can talk about <laughs> now, be- see, the other thing we talk about before um, Clark Kent gets here um, <laughs> oh. is, and I know we we've talked about draft kings so you've got to yes when we look at coyotes we always talk about who they're going to play who they're going to play in goal has to all go into how you're going to handle your DraftKings sports book app betting absolutely and if you do not have DraftKings, you should definitely download it i feel like within the past year sports betting has just gotten so popular like, I feel like more and more people, every time I like have a conversation with them, even going home, talking to some of my friends, they're talking about it now. So I feel like why not download the DraftKings Sportsbook app? Because when you do and you use promo code PHNX, you can bet $1 on either team, any team NBA to score and win $100 in free bets. And if they score, you score promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. But yeah, I was honestly so surprised when, you know, because I'm I'm not a huge I'm not a huge better, but our uh, colleague Shane is actually coming out with a bunch of new videos explaining what everything you need to know, like bets 101 about every sport, every single bet that you can do. So I am looking forward to those videos so much so I can actually start to learn and then make decisions for myself because (laughs) do I trust Shane's picks? Not always, but if I can know how to bet that I can make my own decisions, which will probably end up being worse anyway. So I really probably should have someone limit the amount of money I'm betting. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking at my picks for tonight right now as we speak because I haven't checked in on them. I'm not sure if knowing how is the key. Um, no, I actually am, we're actually having a good day. It is easy and I will be watching all these NHL games finish out tonight, which puts me on the edge of the seat. What was that last comment? Karen's sister-in-law is in Winnipeg. Six-foot snowdrifts. So when we talked about places in the league to visit, and I said go to Nashville, unbelievably good time. The weather's usually mild. There's so much to do uh, during the day. Uh, there, You can go to the museums and see the old Ryman Theater, and at night you can enjoy the nightlife and country music, literally live music up and down the streets. Winnipeg? Uh, not so much. Um, Winnipeg might be one. If you're going to tour the 32 NHL cities, you might put towards the end of the list <laughs> or make sure you see it in the beginning of the year or the end of the year. Cause it is cold and it, that downtown it the wind, they say it's the windiest corner in North America. 
on Portage and Maine. The wind just whistles down downtown Winnipeg, and it is freezing. Nashville, yes. Winnipeg, I won't say no. Just put it a little lower on the list and get in the beginning or the end of the year. Karen. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've grown up in the state of hockey as have you. Um, so I feel like there was just hockey growing up. There was just hockey all, all around me all the time. It was what everyone did except for me because I, I guess was good at volleyball. So I stuck with that. (laughs) but, But I will say this, when you talk about the weather and the weather in Minnesota, similar, very similar, but downtown Minnesota, one with the skyways, I've done that. Winnipeg yes. has tunnels and skyways and buddy been lost in the tunnels trying to get from my hotel to the arena at Winnipeg more than once. So stopped mm-hmm. doing that. I took a cab. It's three blocks, but I get lost in the tunnels. Minneapolis, unbelievable. You got the skyways, you got the tunnels. So even though you've got the tough weather, if you get a chance to go catch a game at the Minnesota Wild, um, absolutely put it on your list. We'll have to do that one time, Aaron. We need to talk about around the NHL. I want to put that yeah. together. I want to talk about the restaurants to go to. I think that's great. I mean, I'm all about it. I don't know about how you guys feel watching or listening, but if I'm going to go somewhere, I want to make sure I have the top experience from top to bottom. Like I am on TikTok. I am on Yelp. I am finding the best recommendations. And I go even farther than that. Like I, I'm the girl that goes to the restaurant and I'm like, what is the best thing to get on the menu or what is the best drink or something like I, I am all about like if I'm going somewhere and I'm paying to eat and drink there and I'm, I'm going to make it the best experience ever. See, and (laughs) I appreciate that. But, but what I am, I'm a creature of habit and I don't want to expand my horizons much. So I'm going to the same restaurant. I'm going to try to sit in the same seat. I'm still going there. I go to the same place in every city. I, I get, and I, I literally could tell you what I'm going to order in almost every city before I go there. I'm going to order the same food. I'm going to go to mm-hmm. the same place. I'm maybe not as exciting and or as adventurous, but that's me. By the way, yeah. where is Clark Kent? Where is he? Not I'm not sure where he is, but let's, let's, I'm going to wrap our way back into hockey. Um, <laughs> According to to Google, uh, now the Predators with this win and with the Blues losing, I think it puts the Predators in the first place spot in the Central Division. Is it? I, I think I'm pretty sure it's second, but maybe my math is wrong. Isn't it second? One right now, the Predators are eight one and one. The Jets are seven one and two, and the Blues are five three and two. Never mind. They're eight three and two. Sorry. I thought, yeah, I thought it was St. Louis, but what do I know? Am I, we're looking at are you looking at NHL.com? The Coyotes are at the bottom. Yeah, that one we know for sure. Literally yep. know that one for sure. And they could go on a four-game winning streak and still be in last. Yeah, the Blackhawks are are sorry four nine and two. And sorry, I was looking at the wrong. Um, I was looking at uh, the Predators are nine five and one. The Jets are eight three and three, and the Blues are oh. eight three and two. Aaron, by the way, Clark Kent is here. You're supposed to let him in. Oh, He's perfect. Sorry, I was looking at the standings, but we will definitely let Craig in. Hi, Craig. Hey, guys. Can you even see me? <laughs> yeah. And, and Craig, at this point, does it matter? Like, does it matter? <laughs> wow. It's yeah, extremely bright sure. behind you, though. Yeah, that's the problem. This this press box is uh, 
as you know, Petey, this is the one, one of the few press boxes that is actually in the stands. So um, the lighting is bizarre. Everything, <laughs> yeah. everything about this is bizarre. Clearly, you either need to take a garbage can away or you need to stand on some boxes, one or the other. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I'll grab it and hold it in front of me like this. How's this, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, much that, better. I keep wiggling really it. How's that? Well, <laughs> well Craig, I you, got you, a roller coaster. I, I don't know what to say about this one, Craig. I, I they, they had a five on three that they can't for two minutes. They can't score on Vimelka again. I think he struggled out of the gate and didn't give uh, an A one performance. Um, you've got injuries. You've got COVID protocols. What's the mood? We had Jacob Chikrin in post game, guys. I, you know, I, I, w- I was looking at a couple of people in there after he spoke, and God, he just sounded despondent. I mean, it's this is beyond frustration for these guys that just can't find a way to win a game. He was he was surprised that Nashville came out with more urgency than the Coyotes did tonight. But you know, look, I, I agree. This team has to play for sixty minutes, but even then, they're going to be challenged. They're just going to be challenged to win games. They just keep stacking up these losses. I I just don't see this getting better, Petey. I I wonder about the mental state of so many guys on this roster as these losses start to stack up, as they fall farther and farther behind everybody, literally everybody in the NHL standings. Yeah, we've talked about that before. And what does this do to the development? And and what does a losing atmosphere really do to you long-term? Man, I, I... I don't know. Like it's you can you can go back through the last few years, and we know Buffalo has struggled, and the Coyotes struggled in fourteen, fifteen, but they didn't struggle like this. No. Like this is this is this is record setting pace that this team. This team is. I, I don't know how this group of players can go to the rink every day. And I, how do you go on the ice for sixty minutes and go? Okay, I'm going to give everything I got out here, and for what? I mean, I. I, I I know it's their job, and I know they get paid a lot of money to do that. I know all of that is true, and you, you do what you got to do. But emotionally, going out there, knowing you're behind the eight ball before the game even starts has got to be just disparaging for these players. I don't know how they're going to do it for, for another seven, what 70-some yeah. game. Yeah. I'm going to go back to small, Craig, because I don't think I want to hold this laptop in front of me. So you'll Yeah, <laughs> that's fine, Craig. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look at – hey, how's this? Like Kilroy. That's it. Well, that, we, we, I am say, I, I did tell Aaron I was surprised you were still here and you're not already at Tootsie's. Although the line at Tootsie's <laughs> right now, forget about oh, it. It'd be unbelievable no on a weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe I'd like legends. To, I'd like to go back to the winery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those that missed the show last night, Craig had a very long afternoon at a winery. Yeah, very I'll long. be right. You'll have a story on it tomorrow, and that that's about the uh, the best thing to come out of my trip to Nashville. So, Does this help Chikrin getting the goal? <laughs> I don't know. You know, look, he said, I'm not focusing on points. And look, one goal, one assist, minus 20, whatever it is, on a team that's going to win. It's going to squeak, squeak into d- double digits for wins this season. I don't know how it helps you. This this was the thing that we worried about with this team all season, right, Petey? Look, you you can say that this is the plan that they have to embark upon. And, and, and honestly, I agree with it. I didn't think that the roster that they had was going to amount to anything more than being a bubble playoff team, but there's still an impact on the players. And there are some players here that, you know, could be around in a few years. What is, what is their mental state after having to go through this? And it's not just this season, right? It's not like this thing is going to get so much better next season. It's not, it's going to be a tough road for these guys. They're giving up years of their prime careers are finite. It takes a toll on you emotionally and mentally 
how do they come out the other side of this? Yeah, I don't know. Is is there a point where you think the management staff has to go? Okay, we got to do something. Like we got to help these yeah. guys somewhere. Do I? I don't know. Do they or they just go? Okay, this is it. Like I know they set their plan in place. I know this is what they're trying to do. I know we're trying to lose. Everybody in North America gets it. But you still got to win a few hockey games. Like yeah. pretty soon you're going to talk about empty stands. You're going to talk players that don't want to go to work anymore. You got a frustrated coaching staff. Like at some point, do, do you give them a little bit of help? I, I honestly I don't know because what are we going to what are we going to be one in twenty one in thirty? Like yeah. at what point do you go? Okay, this is no longer going to be part of the plan. So and I know do there's do? injuries. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Do you I make mean, a trade? What, do you, do you, what what little help is it going to do anything? Is it going to accomplish anything? And do you want to be? T- are, are you talking about giving up assets? Yeah, to, you're right. You know, give a couple a uh, couple win bump in the standings. I don't I don't know that that does. No, it. you're right. You're right. I, I just see the frustration yeah. that, that there's just no there's no I don't see any way out of this right now, Craig. And you talked about more injuries yeah. tonight. You got um, COVID guys. I don't know yep. if they're going to have to fly somebody out. I don't know if they have enough people, even healthy bodies, there to play. Yeah. You know, so we, we luckily they have a few days to evaluate. So we'll see. You wonder about that too, right? Uh, you know, as soon as Phil Phil Housley comes down in 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 COVID protocols, and then Andrew Ladd gets it, okay. But I'm not saying it's going to happen, but is it going to sweep through the team now, like it did with Ottawa or some of these other teams? And and what happens then? This is right. obviously not a team that can afford to lose anybody at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just there's just not a lot of good storylines around this team right now. No, there really isn't. And I think that from my perspective, I don't think any team in any professional sport ever is going into the locker in the locker room is ever like, well, you know, we're trying to lose. I, I honestly think these guys are giving it their best and, you know, they just don't have the best pieces right now, which is why they're in the position they are. And, you know, hopefully they will, you know, get that the high round draft pick like they are trying to do or, or what they want. But it does it does take, I think, an emotional toll um, on the guys, but I do have one question for you, Craig. Do you feel like, did anyone ask Chick about, uh, you know, his concerns with there being um, players and coaches on the team in COVID-19 protocol and also with um, Dimitri's uh, injury tonight um, going into playing a tough team like the Blues on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah I mean, we talked to Andre about the concerns before the game and he, he admitted, yeah, they're, they're very concerned about it because, you just don't know. You, you you try and follow all the rules. You try and do all the right things, and yet it's somewhat out of your hands. We'll see see what happens. Andrew Ladd was on the ice for this team last night in Chicago, scored a goal, and now he's in the COVID protocol. He was obviously around everyone, and they're on a, an airplane flying from city to city. They're in like a, a basically a Petri dish in the airplane. So is it going to sweep through them? I don't know. We'll see, but it's not a good situation. And then as far as Yashkin, it's – I mean, you guys saw the hit. I, I'm curious what you guys thought of that. I, I thought it was a dirty play. Um, as Andre Turney, I asked him right after the game, do you know anything more? And he said, yeah, it's going to be long-term, like really long-term, which sounds like Dimitri Ashkin might be out for the season. This is a guy that came over from the KHL for another opportunity in the NHL. He was the leading scorer. He hadn't played well. I'm sure he was hoping that he could come out of it, and now he might just be on the shelf for the rest of the season unbelievable turn of events here yeah he's a guy that we've been waiting to to see that offensive output that he had in 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 the khl and it just hasn't come to fruition and now he's hurt do i you know you have to watch the hit again craig Burwicky, and and how are you pronouncing his name i always call the Burwicky. our broadcasters had something else here 
do you, how do you pronounce his last name? I, I actually can't even remember, so I'm not even going to okay. say so it. I'm going to say Barwicky because that's what we always call in the room. It, it's I not think? that, but I, yeah, but it's I, I can't remember. Okay. Sorry, some of those guys I look up when I go back in because you don't I say apologize. their names often enough. <laughs> and, and I'm sure he's watching right now, so he can call in and correct me right. on the YouTube channel because I'm sure probably, he's here. Probably most game listening. In. Do I think it's a dirty hit? I mean, he's got a history. Is he's a tough player? Um, I just think he went into it slower. I think it was he, he and he tried to adjust and it ends up looking really, really bad. Do I think he maliciously went in to hurt him? No, Jaskin turns on him too. Yes, he could have avoided it. And I think he's a guy that he's going to get labeled as a tough, dirty player. Um, I, I want you to watch it again, Craig. We'll we'll digest it and go back to it again tomorrow because I, I maybe it, I didn't see it quite as bad as what other people are saying in, in the comments and on Twitter. So maybe I need to rewatch it. Yeah, it's just a shame that, you know, they've lost another guy. Again, he he didn't say he's out for the season, but it, I mean, when so somebody says in? really long term. Yeah. So what does that Good do? Question. And, and, does it what what does that do to Tucson? Like does now do we have to start pulling more guys out of Tucson? We we're already seeing Deneen, Mayo, you you're seeing O'Brien. Like we're seeing like a lot of guys that we thought would be down there helping yeah. with their success and development. I mean I I, I don't know it. Like what's the plan? Like I mean, I'd almost, there in Tucson. Yeah, I'd almost rather like claim somebody off waivers or something and just put them in the lineup rather than Impacting like somebody else's though. development. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, speaking of that, well, we're talking goalies. Hutton's close, right? Maybe no, not this not. trip. Oh, he's I don't not think close. he's that close. I don't okay, think he's never that mind. close. I think he's on this trip, basically, because it's Nashville and St. Louis. You know, he played both these places. I think okay. he wanted to be on this trip. Um, but I don't get the sense that he's close. I, I don't know. I, I think there might be a level of concern with his ability to come back from this soon. <sighs> I don't yeah, know. And, and but by, by the way, Karel Vemelka, and we've talked about this as well, Petey, starting to see some bad habits creep into his game. And that can happen when you're playing behind a team like this. You 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 try to do too much. Um, I didn't think he was sharp again tonight. So now now what do they do there? Yeah, we talked about that a lot off the top of the show. How when, when he's coming in as an unknown and kind of a hey, I can prove myself to the world, his outlook on the game was much different than it is now, clearly. And I, I think with Wedgwood here, I think it's time for him to take a back seat and maybe get more time when they do get practice time to spend it with Corey Schwab and trying to find his game back. Because right now, he does not look like the same goalie he did two weeks ago. He, he, he's yeah, sliding around. Good. He's not playing solid. He's not tracking the puck as well. It's not the same guy. And so you know it's in there, and hopefully it comes back because I, I really don't want to see them getting an Ivan Prosvitov here. I yeah. want to see him in Tucson for sure. Yeah. It's just uh, even even Vemelka though. If you if you like this kid for the future, playing in this situation is rough. Yeah, rough. I, I don't know how you gain what you gain out of this. Anything, uh, Craig? Are you coming back here? Or are you going to St. Louis? Going to St. Louis. Okay. Any thoughts on the the first in the Central St. Louis Blues and how that matchup's going to look on Tuesday? <laughs> Based on history, I would say you know the, the, the Coyotes always seem to play well against the Blues, but this these are not the same Coyotes, obviously. And St. Louis is playing really well. We saw what the Blues did when they came to Gila River Arena. I just, I don't see them matching up with that team. I just don't see any way they match up with that team. They're they're probably going to lose another game and come come back winless on this road trip. And by the way, I'm sure you guys saw this. Ottawa won tonight. Every team yeah. in the NHL is at least six points clear of the Coyotes, uh, and yeah. six point a six point spread on the Coyotes right now just feels like feels like a quarter of a season. It's it's insane how how quickly the rest of the league has separated from the Coyotes. They are. 
they're going to be at the bottom of, of the standings. They're not going to have much competition the way this thing is going. We might not look forward to the season, but we can look forward to the draft. Is it time for a rebuild reminder? Oh, yeah, we oh you want to hear it again? I, 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 oh, told, I told the fans bad. today that they have the real voice behind the, the rebuild reminder, okay. but I'll do it just for you, Craig. Rebuild reminder. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, Craig, I was I was I was hoping to have a lighter show and have some fun. I just You mean like I, light I, on my face? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I just okay. wasn't in the mood today. And I I, 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 oh. I sat there and watched with frustration. Even the did they talk about the five on three or is that not a yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, they talked about the five on three. What, what the five what on three could have been it could have been a turning point in that game, clearly. And and I asked Andre specifically because I mean you guys saw what was happening on the five on three. They kept working the puck backside to Clayton Keller to bang away from the bottom of the circle. It's like it's a low percentage shot. I have no idea why they were doing that. And as Andre pointed out, this is a goalie who moves well east-west. So you're you're playing to his strength. They weren't getting anything from the top. They're not getting bodies. They're not getting deflections. I have no idea what they were doing on that five on three. And as Andre said, that's not what we're practicing. That's not no. what we're doing in practice. So. Why are these guys getting away from it? You, you got to stay within your systems at the very least if you're trying to have success. Yeah, Craig, they have two more players than the opponent for two full minutes. Like, yeah. and and even with Keller's shots, and believe me, he took a ton of them. They were two feet above the goal line with <laughs> Saros. If you watch, Saros is there and set against the post. He's just shooting pucks into Saros, almost like practice. Like, what yeah, are you guys doing? It was so frustrating know. to watch. There was no, there was no, oh my gosh, Saros made an unbelievable save, or oh, he didn't see that one off the post. Literally, not any of that for two minutes. And that's for me when the turning point of the game, it was over. Like yeah. that, that to me, once they couldn't capitalize and not even capitalize, there was no momentum, there was no speed, there was no, no players rotating going through the middle. There was no, there was nothing. There was nothing off that two minutes of, of five on three to go, okay, now we can build on that. Oh, that was exciting. Saros came up big, but we're getting at him. There was nothing. And when that was over, I I, I really – there was no chance in this game. This game to me was over, and now we're – you know, Aaron and I just sat back, and oh, I would like yeah. to say we cracked a beer. We didn't until now, but it was, <laughs> you knew yeah. that, was, that one was over. Petey, why was that even the shot selection? Like, if, if Clayton Keller is up a little bit, you know, he's, he's at the top of the circle, you know, opposite Alex Ovechkin's spot, okay, that's a place you want to shoot from. That's the back door. Sure, go ahead and shoot from there. But when you're, like you said, almost on the goal line, what are you hoping to do? I mean, the only chance you have is if the goalie doesn't get to the post because yeah. there's so little net to shoot at or, from that angle. Or if you put it on the ice from there and you can hope for a rebound out front of the net for the yeah. guy that's in front, maybe. But but you're right. You want to see those guys coming off the top of the circle getting those good uh, – a shot from an angle. Or if you look at the math and the analytics, because a lot of people like to look at analytics, where you score on the power play or what generates the goal, it might not always be from there, is a shot from the top of the point. Yep. Right in the middle at the top of the umbrella on a power play is where the power play generates the most power play chances. Whether that shot goes in, gets tips, gets screened, or it creates a rebound and a scrum that creates the goal from that shot. And you didn't see that. Yeah, either one of their guys at the point. I mean, I think Chick fanned on one, but you know, you, you weren't getting any of that on the five on three, which was just insane to me. I kept watching those two guys pass up opportunities and then Clayton Keller banging it from the goal line. It, it made no sense what they were doing on that five month. And I really think one of the most frustrating things about watching this team is that it could just be 
you know, opportunities like those that could really send them on a high, you know, like beating a team like the Predators, um, you know, taking those shots. I mean, we talked about shots on goal. If you didn't see the score, PD said, you know, they if, if I didn't see the score, that I might have said the Coyotes might have won this one if I just looked on shots on goal. But, you know, it's it's always disappointing, again, especially when you're close or not close, just knowing that, you know, we're thinking about when is this team going to get that win or if they're ever going to get that win to kind of send them on their way. Do yeah. you think that they have that in them? Like if they do take advantage of those opportunities that are clearly there, to go on a run or is it one of those things where they might get a win here or there, but it's going to be purely luck. I think, well, you know, I don't know if it'd be purely luck. I mean, there may, there may be some games where they play well enough to win, but I don't, this, I don't think this team has the horses to string together wins. I just don't think that they're a good enough team to string together more than maybe two wins, three wins. I just don't see it happening. Like, like all season. No, I, I couldn't agree. I can't, can't agree. First, it starts with goaltending. Wedgie's going to have to play better than this in St. Yeah. Louis. He's going to have yeah. to. He's going to have to stand on his head, make saves he shouldn't make. The only way this team will win is if they have solid goaltending. I don't mean average. Colorado Avalanche and Darcy Kemper has played average games for Colorado, and they can still win. You cannot have average goaltending here in Arizona. You need to have above average goaltending. And honestly, they've only had that a few times all season. That's the start. Then from there, you've got to figure out a way who is going to create offense and how are you going to get more than one goal in a game? There are so many question marks and so many problems. I honestly don't know how Andre Tournier gets up in the morning and goes, where do I start? Like, There's got to be a checklist of 10 things I need to work on today. But we don't have practice until Monday. So yeah. I, I don't know. You can't correct everything. Maybe you can correct one thing. And you're right, Craig. This team is not built to put string together. Let's hope they get another win before they get to the January 1st. Right. Like we got Detroit on the schedule, but they're playing well. You've got, I, again, I don't see where the wins are. I just don't see it. And you've talked about this third period. There's another instance where Nashville was up by four. Do I think they put the pedal down in the third period i, I really don't yeah. so we, we talk about coyotes coming in in the third and they were a little bit better in the third well the, their opponents are taking their foot off the gas yeah. like i i think that they was they can sleep yeah it's it's frustrating and uh like i say it's traveling i'm looking forward to the article tomorrow craig i hope you yeah. take pictures are tootsies tonight or legend stage no nah, i'm just going back I've, I've got an early flight to st louis tomorrow so uh mm-hmm. this story will be up around <laughs> noon and I am uh, I'm working on a big story heading back to St. Louis on Bill Armstrong yeah. as well. So got a couple couple interesting stories at least coming. So you fly to St. Louis tomorrow? Yeah. Well, the team does not fly until Monday. Correct. Okay. Day off in Nashville tomorrow. Day off in Nashville. I got work to huh. do anyway, so it's okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, thanks for joining us, Craig. And I have one last question for you before we go. Uh, I saw some people were there cheering on the Coyotes in Nashville. Did you see any PHNX shirts? I did not tonight. Uh, you know, I, well. I, I was only out in the uh, I was only out in the the concourse for a little while. This this press box is actually sort of in the stands, but you walk out. There's a little media room right behind it. That's that's about the only time I was out in the stands. So I didn't really see a lot of fans. I got to the arena and came straight into the sort of the media areas and, and down low. So I didn't really see a lot of people tonight. Well, if you see any fans, you let them know that right now. If you sign up for an annual membership using code. Coyotes 2021, you'll get a $60 gift card to the PHNX locker. So make sure they go to gophnx.com.
That's where you're going to get it. Yeah, PD's rocking one tonight. I'm wearing one tonight. I wear them. I'll try to wear them all the time. And I'm in Studio A today, so it's nice and warm, so I don't have to wear a, a coat. <laughs> and you can read Craig's article. If you want to read Craig's winery story, you have to be a member. Wine and in the can. And who wine does not want to read that winery? I'm reading the it's winery. It's a fun story, story actually. I'm so. all about recommendations. I already yeah. said that. It's a fun story. I think you guys will enjoy this one. Well, Craig, I, I, I honestly, Craig, I just, I don't even know what else to say. Literally yeah. don't know what else to say about this. Yeah, I we'll appreciate you going and watching and, and uh, we'll have you back. Uh, well, I don't even know when they play, when they, when they come back. Do you know Tuesday. when they're next? Week? Well, no, I know that when you're there oh. though, when you're here, oh. when I'm in, in studio, Jesus, well, I'm not in studio. Remember. When do you come back here? Wednesday, Wednesday. morning? Okay, well, we'll be doing the same thing on Tuesday night. Leah will be back in studio, I hope, unless Harry Styles swept her away and she's ah. gone for good to a new life of glamour. And <laughs> I hope excess. that's the case. Good uh, for uh, Leah. Well, I will try and find a uh, booth with some lighting on my face in the next one. Unfortunately, I don't have that option here. So, you know Maybe what? That's Craig, a good I thing tonight. I don't I mind standing in the I'm like, well, hang on. I'm looking through the comments. Nope, not a whole lot of complaints that they couldn't see your face. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, sorry, bud. Oh. I'm sorry, Craig. Travel safe tomorrow, <laughs> and we'll do this. We'll do this all again on Tuesday. All right, cut me off, Aaron. Get me out of Bye, here. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Well, Craig, Aaron, I'd love oh. to sit here and say let's let's talk more on the Coyotes, but but let's, let's not. not. Let's not let's, tonight. Let's not. Um, but we can talk about um, all of the deals going on at PHNX. Um, the Suns are doing great. I think ASU won tonight. Um, Brittany shot an awesome video at the end of the Sun Devils basketball Bad game ball. that went viral. Like, overtime, everything, I'll hype her up. Um, she did a great, great job um, catching that moment. Um Unfortunately, it did not fall in the Sun Devils' favor, but super awesome video, super awesome content coming here from PHNX. What do you think? No, I have the first. Is that the first official PHNX viral video? I'm I not think. sure, but Over you know what? 000? It was I crazy. Know it wasn't mine. Yeah. I'm looking at like if I get 10 likes, I'm like, oh, that was a big deal. She's over 100,000, like 100,000 views. Good for her. You know what? And and it, it, she's down the hall right now too in another studio. She's uh, doing her uh, Sun Devil football post game show. And I, I tell you what, if you haven't watched any of the other shows here at PHNX, honestly, try it. Like they're fun. The Sun Show is a fun show. Derek's a fun guy with the baseball show. Like the Cardinal show is informative and they're winning. And Johnny's as big a supporter of that team as anybody in the Valley. So yeah. if you haven't watched them, give one a chance because everybody here is just talking sports. It's all about having fun. And I know the coyotes aren't winning and we're not having a whole lot of fun tonight. And I apologize that falls somewhat on me, but we do have an environment and a community that's just here to talk. We're all into these sports. We enjoy our sports that we cover, but we enjoy other sports. So give another one a chance because PHNX has a lot to offer. Honestly. Yeah, we are all in this together. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're all cheering for the same for the same teams and we want to see everyone, everyone succeed. So um, if you're catching us on YouTube right now, we want to remind you that you can make sure to never miss out on any show by subscribing um, to the PHNX uh, sports page on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Follow the PHNX Coyotes, PHNX Suns, PHNX Sun Devils, the Air- we even cover U of A, Arizona. Um, and if you're hearing us on one of those apps, uh, we want to remind you that we are cranking out awesome content around all the major Arizona sports teams on our YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe and hit the bell to sign up for alerts every time you drop me in videos. So to make sure I know some of you guys, this is late. But to make sure right before you go to bed, you know, you're laying in bed on your phone watching TikToks. I know PD does that all the time right before he goes to bed. It's nice to have that little ping that reminds you, you know, like you want to listen to uh, Leah and Craig and PD right before you go to bed every night. Yeah, I want to get tucked (laughs) in by Craig Morgan. That'll help me sleep. Thanks, Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll go hit that right on the way home. I'll get my TikTok all fired up. Absolutely. And you know what? We're definitely, you know, we're definitely going to think about getting Craig a selfie light just to like bring out all of his nice features uh, when he's on the road. We'll we'll maybe invest in a ring light for him. But um, you can follow us on PHNX Coyote underscore Coyotes on Twitter and follow us on or add us on Facebook. You can f- uh, follow Petey at S Peters Hockey, correct? That is it. S. Peter's hockey. I follow him. I have alerts. So whenever he tweets fun <laughs> stuff, I always get notified of it on my phone. Again, would not want to miss that. <laughs> would not want to miss that. Um, yeah. You don't need to put my notifications on, but you can follow me at Slindy Aaron nine. And you got any final takeaways, PD? No, I get, we made it through another one and we'll do it again on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it's going to be another another tough one, but I am confident that Beer in the at fridge. some point, at some point, they're going to they're going to get it. They're going to figure out there's going to be some sort of light for these for these guys, because we know we I mean, you know, they're working hard. You know how hard it is for them, you know, when you're losing. But just a little bit of hope. I feel like they could really, really use right now. Wow. There's some positivity here and we don't usually see in the therapy session. Nice. Sorry. No, you don't. Don't apologize for being optimistic. <laughs> Sorry, this is what happens. The show turns into a motivational story when I'm on. That'll, that'll change. We'll bring it down. <sighs> anyway, see everybody next Tuesday. Thanks yes, again. See everyone next Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Peace. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score in an NBA game this week can win $100 in free bets. It's just that easy. Welcome, everyone. As you can tell, um, I am not Leah. Um, (laughs) Leah is having a lot more fun uh, tonight at Harry Styles. Um, We actually have a a picture of her that she sent us having so much fun. Um, But I am Aaron Slindy here with my fellow Minnesotan Steve Peters. Hi, Aaron. And it's ironic. The the setup, (laughs) I know we were both in studio, but we're down the hall from each other. It's just it's just how technology has to work, I guess, when there's only two of us here. So, yes. Aaron, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Usually on the, the other side of the camera. Um, I wish there was something better to talk about tonight. I know. I know. I, I feel like we it's a broken record uh, kind of at this point. Um, 
again, saw a little bit of fight in the third period. Um, I was actually pretty surprised coming right out of the gate um, with some of the fights. It was a little bit rowdy. What do you think um, might have caused some of that tension? You know, this is what Liam O'Brien's done twice now, and I, I don't know if it's... Okay, there are reasons for fighting the NHL. I get it. I get it. You're defending teammates. We saw that when Jaskin went down with the knee injury. Roussel jumps in with a fight. I don't understand what could have happened a minute into the game to create that. I honestly don't know. Um, I guess it's great to see him stirring things up, but did it get the team going? Eh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, fighting for fighting's sake... That does it that does inspire your teammates I, I don't know if it does anymore I, I like his effort I like how Liam O'Brien plays I think he's exciting he's he hits he's physical he's moving all the time those things are all great I the fighting it was okay I mean I know Tyson Nash we were listening to the, the broadcast and Tyson Nash got really excited about it so I guess you know that that was great but I, I just look at this game and, and it's just becoming so repetitive we're talking about the same problems you know we talk about hey leah merrill is here leah is here even though she's not here i'm not even sure who harry styles is but i'd rather be there how about that (laughs) god this is hard because we're gonna say the same things yeah they gave up a goal uh on the penalty kill they were one for six on the power play they had a five on three for two minutes aaron they had five players nashville had three and And they they took shots they took shots at the goal and still, um, you know, we're seeing just a, a lack of off offensive production, um, yeah. which and in the end, was, the goaltending comes, wasn't great tonight either. So oh, it's, it's hard to win in that way. Yeah, it, we'll go back to Karel Vimelka and Veggie. Veggie was started off the season lights out. We talked about him probably being the early season MVP for this team. Um, unfortunately, he's really stuck, struggled the last three. It's it's almost to the point where I, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Like, clearly, Wedgwood's going to play in St. Louis. He has to. Carter Hutton, I, I don't think, is going to be able to play in the next game or two. I don't think he's around the corner or coming back anytime soon. Uh, Veggie needs to spend some time with the goalie coach. He's got to start working on his game. I think he's giving up uh, too many goals just inside the post. So far side. You know, far side coming down the wing. Um, he needs to work on his, his angles. He's giving up rebounds. He's just kind of felt like he lost it. And we can talk about what what it must be like playing behind this team right now. I, I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, they don't defend well. They don't kill penalties well. The goalie gets hung out to dry, and he's this is where he is 15 games in. It's tough. It definitely is hard to tell. And I think, I mean, like we talked about during the game, some of those goals um, are on veggie, but other, other ones, you know, they're not all his fault. Uh, You know, he does have to have a good defense behind him in order to make those saves that are going to be crucial for them to win games. But chick did get his first goal tonight. Uh, How does that make you feel and how do you think um, does that have any sort of uh, does that lead you to think there's any sort of hope for him to kind of get back on track where the team kind of needs him in order to be successful? You know, this is what we've talked about with chicken for the whole start of the season. It's going to eventually come. He's going to score. He's going to score. He's going to score. And we've been waiting. So everybody plays better when things are going better. Like it, it, good breeds good. It, it's like a, a stone rolling downhill. So yeah, I'd have to think he's going to start. I, 
he's taking more shot attempts. He looks better and more comfortable with the puck. Good grief. I, I hope it happens for him. He works hard enough. He's a good kid. You want to have success for Jacob Chikrin. He's getting on the first power play, which is something that he wasn't getting, you know, three, four games ago. Um, so let's hope that the floodgates start to open for him because he is an important piece of this team's power play and their offensive production for sure. Absolutely. And uh, we talk about, um, you know, what, didn't talk player, about Aaron? what? We haven't had the ASMR yet. We haven't. Oh my gosh. I, I was just so excited to finally be on the podcast, but <laughs> I in fact do um, a little ASMR for everyone here. here. We're cracking one open. Woo! Yeah, see, Leah, Leah's a, Leah and I, that's the first thing we do before we have to start talking about the oats. And you know what's funny, though? You look at the shots <laughs> on goal tonight. The shots on goal are 24-23. Like, it's an even game. When you're giving up 24 shots, you cannot give up four goals. No. You just can't. Like, this should be, is it a 2-1 game? Maybe. Do I think the Coyotes are going to beat the Nashville Predators in Nashville? No, probably not. But when you look just strictly at the numbers... Six power plays, including a two-minute five-on-three. The shots are that even. If you wouldn't have shown me the score, I might have said the Coyotes won this game 2-1 or 3-2. I might have. And it's just, it, it's that, like the wrist shot from Yossi on the power play, no screen, no tip, straight in the net. To me, that was, if you're on the bench looking at that, the players have to go, how are we going to win? Like, how are we going to win? So I, I think the frustration level in the players has to hit an all-time high. And then let's go even further. You've got Fisher out with an upper body. You've got Ladd out in COVID protocol. Jaskin leaves the game hurt. Uh, and I don't know, I've heard this COVID thing is contagious. So Ladd's been in a plane, a bus, a hotel room, on the ice, on a bench with these guys for three days to think that no one else is going to come up on COVID protocol. Ah, gosh, I, I, I don't know. That'd be extremely lucky if he is the only one that ends up going into COVID protocol. So not only are you getting guys hurt, you're not playing with your full lineup, your goaltending isn't what you want it to be, and you can't kill a penalty, you're not going to win. And the good news is they're going into the <laughs> well, first the good news? <laughs> They're going into St. Louis on Tuesday, and St. Louis leads the Central Division. Yes, although they, they did lose tonight to the to the Hurricanes, uh, they still yeah, are. too. Yeah, eight, three, and two. So, I mean, definitely not a good, not someone, or, you know, off a tough loss like this with players getting injured, um, with players possibly out for COVID protocol. Is there any way, like, is there any hope for the Coyotes at all against the Blues? Well, there is, and, and there's a couple of things. We talk about teams that have success against other teams. One of the teams over history, for whatever reason, the Coyotes play well in St. Louis. Clayton Keller's from there. He plays well there. Um, there's something, maybe, it, you know, part of it was the coaching dynamic where their head coach, Craig Berube and Rick Tockett were very good friends and incredibly competitive. I think that brought out the best in those two men. Now, does that carry over to Andre Tournier? I don't know. I don't think it's advantageous to have a depleted squad. I know they have the day off tomorrow. Um, so hopefully the bumps and bruises heal a little bit. Um, they won't fly to St. Louis until Monday. Um, so maybe, I mean, you, you never know. I mean, Wedgie's going to play that game. He has to. I mean, there's no, you know how bad I am at picking goalies. It's almost a running joke. They yeah. have to play Scott Wedgwood. And when we look at Vimelka's numbers over the last three, like honestly, he can't play right now. He needs to get his game back. So yeah. it's got to be Scott Wedgwood, and he can win a game. 
And Karen asks a Karen asks a good question. Um, now that there's tape on Veggie, are teams picking apart his weaknesses? Do you think? And and they feel like, um, you know, he was such a unknown at the beginning of the season, then kind of just came out like you had talked about before. You know, like, do you think now, you know, teams have just scouted him enough to know where his weaknesses lie, and you know that's where he's kind of gotten exposed these past few games because you were pretty high on him at the beginning of the, of the season. Yeah. You know, honestly, I think that is part of it. I think now that there is a, there is a, there's a list of data now and and teams do that. They'll go and look at every goal he's given up over the entire season. And yeah, there are trends on where he's given up those, those goals. That's clearly part of it. I still go back to the defending. I don't think that's good enough as a team. So I think that's hurt him. And you're right. I think he, when he came into the league, he came in as, one, we were surprised he was there. He was the backup. There's not a lot of pressure when you're the backup, especially when you're an unknown backup that's no one has ever heard of before. So I think that gave him an advantage to start. Like, hey, I can show these guys now. Okay, now Veggie's the guy. Veggie's our MVP. Veggie's our player. There's a whole different perspective when you're the guy. I mean, that, that your preparation is different. Your thoughts, the pressure on your, your ability to perform. I don't know if that got to him a little bit. That, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not a part of it. And so now that Wedgie's overtaken that, maybe Veggie can go, okay, Wedgie's going to take those tough minutes. I'm I'm back to being, you know, maybe not the guy. Maybe that will help him progress. I really think he needs some time to practice. And this team just doesn't have enough practice time. He needs to sit with Corey Schwab and they need to work on his game. And that's yeah, one that's thing I, what you know, Corey says. Schwab can do that. That's what he's, he's, he's worked with these American league goalies. He's, he's worked with these development goalies, but he needs time to do that. And I don't know if they're getting enough ice time. I just don't. Yeah. Evie is asking um, if you are eligible for the king of the game and <laughs> DraftKings would argue otherwise, but let's bring up, let's bring up our, our, um, our king of the game. Our king of the game. And we debated. And and Chikrin obviously was a, a close second. I mean, we're, we're very excited he got his first goal. But it was really hard to keep Phil Kessel out of the king of the game spot by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, he, he reached a milestone. Honestly, I, I'm, I am stunned at how difficult this milestone is to reach the, the, the Ironman game streak in the national hockey league and the number of games played consecutively by a player. And two of the, the top three are active players, man, it is hard. Like that, that we're talking no flu. You don't get sick. You don't get bumps and bruises. You don't get suspended. Like there's, it's incredibly difficult and, and kudos to, to Keith Yandel and Phil Kessel, like in the top three. So Phil stands alone in third. Um, and I tell you what, Keith Yandel is, is 30 away from taking over Doug Jarvis as the top Ironman in the history of the league as a defenseman and the defenseman you're taking, you're taking, you're going to the corners more, you're in front of more shots. I mean, that's, that's really impressive. So, to cheers to Phil Kessel and congratulations uh, on, on moving up and passing Gary Unger and Gary Unger, who Aaron played before you were born in St. Louis. <laughs> I had his hockey card. He was a guy really hair similar to yours. Very, very blonde, no helmet. And yeah, impressive <laughs> back in those days. Um, so uh, congratulations to Phil and, and hope there's many more to come. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you think, I know 
at the beginning of this season, we talked a lot about how if players played really, really well, it was most likely they were going to get traded. That was their reward was they were going to get traded to a different team. Um, my first question for you is how are you, uh, sat, are you satisfied with Phil Kessel's performance, uh, thus far in the season and are there any coyotes that you think have played well enough or are on the verge of playing well enough to get traded you know this is it's interesting because we we've talked about phil there's no secret phil doesn't want to be here these publicly come out not publicly that's not fair phil wants to move on phil wants to win he, he's not interested at his age and where he's at in the game he doesn't want to rebuild again they would gladly get him off their books and give that spot to a developing player unfortunately can't do that with a salary and just here you go nobody wants to take phil kessel on right now do i think he's played well enough honestly no he he, he is going to have to produce on the power play if somebody's going to have to pick him up and, and for him not to you look at the shots tonight on the five on three and you talked about having shots there. Clayton Keller took four of them. And if you go back and look at it, which we did here, um, the goaltender, Saros, didn't have to move. Like, he stuck to the post. Keller shot a puck into him. Keller got the puck back, shot the puck into him. The only way you score on a five-on-three is to get the goaltender moving. You got to get a pass through the seam. You got to get it up to the point. Guys rotate, then put it through the seam. You need a goaltender to move. There was no movement on that. And you need to get the puck in the hands of Phil Kessel. He's got the best shot of the guys on the ice. Never had an opportunity to shoot because he couldn't get him the puck. I thought it was too stationary. So Phil needs to produce on the power play. He needs to get a power play goal or two if he's going to get out of here. And if he doesn't, this might be it. Anybody else going to get traded? I mean, Gostas Bear is putting up the numbers, but he's got a two-year deal. So I don't know if he's going to be a movable piece right now either. Um, I I think this is it for a while. And I tell you, We've talked about it over and over and over. This has got to be an incredibly difficult locker room to go into every day to go to work. It, like Shane Wright aside, like the Shane Wright sweepstakes, Coyotes are in great shape. Okay, we got this. Like Montreal got a point tonight. Um, we have to see what ends up happening with Seattle. Ottawa got a point tonight. Arizona's great. It, like we're fine. Go ahead and win a game or two. Like it's okay to win a game or two. It's okay to win, everyone. It's yeah, okay. It is. Someone it's okay. tell the Coyotes that it's okay to win. No, well, I just think um, the other day watching that interview with Shane Doan and just watching his emotions change because he's very obviously comfortable with you and Craig. But when you guys asked him about, you know, like we see you talking to these guys, like what is it? You know, what is it like for them? What do you want to give to them? And just seeing his the way that he reacted and how he immediately just, you know, felt for them. He wanted them to know that he knows it's hard and he wants to try and and be there for them and, and give them that encouragement that they need in order to keep pushing because he knows that it's not hard. He knows that they're struggling. But again, we go back to that's what the point of of this tank season is. So I can't, I mean, being an athlete myself, knowing that feeling of feeling like you just can't win, nothing you're doing is good enough. Like what can you be doing better? Just trying to find any answer that you possibly can is just the worst feeling ever. It's just like feeling that you can't be happy about anything because everything you're doing just isn't good enough or not going right. So everything that we're talking about in this studio and all the fans are talking about in the discord and in the comments of their frustration level, 
like it's nowhere near what it is for both the players and the coaches. It's nowhere near like that. That is their complete livelihood. That's they take that job and they they don't leave it at the rink. It's at home with them. You don't think this is wearing on them literally twenty four hours a day? I feel for the players and the coaches, and 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 I just look at this every day, going, I don't know a way out. You can't can't coach your way out of this mess. You, these players clearly can't play themselves out of it. I like, I don't know what we're going to be talking about by Christmas. Like, I don't know what kind of numbers we're going to be looking at on the score sheet and in the standings and going, where is this team by Christmas? I I'm frightened. Like unless everybody gets healthy and everybody plays above where they've played so far, the goaltending is lights out. I'm afraid what we're going to be doing in December. What are we going to talk about on this show for an hour a day for 67 more games? I, yeah. I, I swear I don't know. And we're, we're going to come out here and say, oh, there was a bright spot. They killed two penalties. I mean, I that's I can't say that to people. Like, like you, what do you do? You need yeah. you need to execute. This team has to play mistake-free hockey. I, I you can't you can't run them like the the miracle on ice practices where they're going up and down the ice till they throw up. That's not going to do anything. So I I, I think it's going to be. You know, I'll, I'll try to get my frustrations out. I've got my beer going. Uh, I'll get my frustrations out as best I can and and get ready for Tuesday. And I'll, I'll ride the wedgie train and, and hope he has an outstanding hockey game against the Blues. Um, yeah, it, it's tough. It's it's really, really tough and frustrating. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll digress a little bit. They are in the right city to blow off steam. Like there are there are very few <laughs> cities like Nashville, Tennessee. If any yeah. of our listeners and viewers have been I to want Nashville. To Andrew there. Is, is Maybe there? Andrew's there? He said boys weekend in Nashville, but I don't know if he was talking about him or if he was talking, I, about, he the talking team. about the players. I did see a picture somewhere. Someone tweeted out that they were at the rink. And if, if you haven't been to, have you been to Nashville, Aaron? No, but I'm actually going for the the bridal party that our bridal shower was at this morning. Um, I'm, I will be at the bachelorette party in Nashville in January. So the hockey rink is on the corner of Broadway. It's right where Broadway starts. Broadway is wow. when they show these shots at the game all the time. You see all the blinking lights and all the, the, the little bars. That is literally across the street from the hockey rink. So if you go to the game, you walk out of the arena, you are on Broadway. And it is... Live country music after live country music after live country music, bar, 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 bar for blocks. And it is, I tell you what, I'm not, well, I can't say I'm not a huge country fan. I do have a few in my iPod, but I, is it iPod? No, it's not a thing anymore. It's an iPhone. Um, But yeah, you can't help but get into the vibe of Broadway when you're in Nashville. It is unbelievable. And if you haven't yeah. gone, if sports fans haven't gone, if you can, tie it into a, a predator game, go to a game and then walk down Broadway, see the country music hall of fame. It's absolutely fantastic. So Aaron, have fun. I'll give you a few places. We well, talk about Tootsies a lot. Well, I Craig is Aaron- there. So I'm a little jealous of Craig uh, right now. <laughs> Seriously. Clip that. Really? Yes. Is his hair? No, it's not his hair. No, 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 no. It's not his suit. Uh, I know that. No, uh, no, no. I'm jealous that he's there. Oh. And he'll be joining us, right? Did you you didn't see our show last night? By the way, Aaron just flew in for the show today. Aaron was in Minnesota yesterday at the, the bridal party she was talking about. She was in Minnesota, so she missed our show last night. Yes. You missed Craig might have had a few. He he was 
he, wow. yeah, he spent most of the afternoon. Uh, yeah, he had had a few. Let's put it Good that way. Good for Craig. Good for Craig. I'm here for it. I'm well, and for it. Craig just sent me a tweet, but I'm going to let him give that news. I won't break his news. That's what he does for a living. I'll, I'll give it. Yeah, to don't. We won't break it. We'll, we'll leave it as a. Um, so he'll be soon, I think, because he just finished with the coach. And I, I would be surprised. We should, as a group, make sure that Craig gets to his room on time and he stays there tonight <laughs> so that he can get safely. I don't know if he's flying tomorrow. I don't know where he's going. Is he going to St. Louis? Is he coming home? I, I honestly don't know. Like, I guess we'll find out here. But um, Karen did uh, remind us in the chat that, that this is a rebuild. And I feel oh, that since I'm here... Way, for those yes. that don't know, Aaron is the voice because she's always behind the camera. This is the voice of the rebuild right I, I am the voice of the rebuild reminder. So let's get um, it live, Aaron. I'm ready. This is what I get paid to do. Ready? Rebuild reminder. Fantastic. You guys, could you guys tell it was me? <laughs> See, it's fantastic. See, we should <laughs> do, we should know more about Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, one, we're both from Minnesota, so that's awesome as is although big huge snowstorm in my hometown of bemidji minnesota tonight Expecting yeah two, it was two snowing feet. when i was there seriously yeah rain, the like freezing rain snow there's ice on all the bridges awful and so minnesota native but aaron played college volleyball at west virginia so she's an ncaa volleyball player true story yes true true story true facts um, I was still coaching girls a little like Alexa. Thank you. That's the goal. That was the she, goal of that. She does sound like Alexa. I'm glad <sighs> someone likes it, PD. I appreciate yeah. that. I don't think it's fantastic. I made the button. Yeah. So when you're not here, we can we can talk about it. The other thing that we can talk about <laughs> now, be see, the other thing we talk about before um, Clark Kent gets here um, <laughs> yeah. is, and I know we we've talked about draft kings so you've got to yes wait when we look at coyotes we always talk about who they're going to play who they're going to play in goal has to all go into how you're going to handle your draft king sports book app betting absolutely and if you do not have draft kings you should definitely download it i feel like within the past year sports betting has just gotten so popular like, I feel like more and more people, every time I like have a conversation with them, even going home, talking to some of my friends, they're talking about it now. So I feel like why not download the DraftKings Sportsbook app? Because when you do and you use promo code PHNX, you can bet $1 on either team, any team NBA to score and win $100 in free bets. And if they score, you score promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. But yeah, I was honestly so surprised when, you know, because I'm I'm not a huge I'm not a huge better, but our uh, colleague Shane is actually coming out with a bunch of new videos explaining what everything you need to know, like bets 101. 
about every sport, every single bet that you can do. So I am looking forward to those videos so much so I can actually start to learn and then make decisions for myself because <laughs> do I trust Shane's picks? Not always. But if I can know how to bet, then I can make my own decisions, which will probably end up being worse anyway. So I really probably should have someone limit the amount of money I'm betting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm looking at my picks for tonight right now as we speak because I haven't checked in on them. I, I, I'm not sure if knowing how is the key. Um, no, I actually, am, we're actually having a good day. It is easy, and I will be watching all these NHL games finish out tonight, which puts me on the edge of the seat. What was that last comment? Karen's sister-in-law is in Winnipeg. Six-foot snowdrifts. So when we talked about places in the league to visit, and I said go to Nashville, unbelievably good time. The weather's usually mild. There's so much to do uh, during the day. Uh, there, You can go to the museums and see the old Ryman Theater. And at night, you can enjoy the nightlife and country music, literally live music up and down the streets. Winnipeg, uh, not so much. Um, Winnipeg might be one. If you're going to tour the 32 NHL cities, you might put towards the end of the list. Or... <laughs> Make sure you see it in the beginning of the year or the end of the year because it is cold. And it that downtown, it, the wind, they say it's the windiest corner in North America on Portage in Maine. The wind just whistles down downtown Winnipeg, and it is freezing. Nashville, yes. Winnipeg, I won't say no. Just put it a little lower on the list and get in the beginning or the end of the year, Karen. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've I've grown up in the state of hockey, as have you. Um, so it, I feel like there was just hockey growing up. There was just hockey all all around me all the time. It was what everyone did except for me, because I, I guess, was good at volleyball. So I stuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I will say this when you talk about the weather and the weather in Minnesota, similar, very similar. But downtown Minnesota, one with the skyways. I've done that. Winnipeg yeah. has tunnels and skyways and buddy been lost in the tunnels trying to get from my hotel to the arena, Winnipeg more than once. So stopped mm -hmm. doing that. I took a cab. It's three blocks, but I get lost in the tunnels. Minneapolis, unbelievable. You got the skyways, you got the tunnels. So even though you've got the tough weather, if you get a chance to go catch a game at the Minnesota wild, um, absolutely put it on your list. We'll have to do that one time, Aaron. We need to talk about, around the NHL. I want to put that yeah. together. I want to talk about the restaurants to go to. I think that's great. I mean, I'm all about it. I don't know about how you guys feel watching or listening, but if I'm going to go somewhere, I want to make sure I have the top experience from top to bottom. Like I am on TikTok. I am on Yelp. I am finding the best recommendations. And I go even farther than that. Like I, I'm the girl that goes to the restaurant and I'm like, what is the best thing to get on the menu or what is the best drink or so, like I, I am all about like if I'm going somewhere and I'm paying to eat and drink there and I'm, I'm going to make it the best experience ever. See, oh, I and <laughs> I appreciate that, but, but what I am, I'm a creature of habit and I don't want to expand my horizons much. So I'm okay. going to the same restaurant. I'm going to try what to sit in the same restaurant? seat. I'm still going there. I go to the same place in every city. I, I get, and I, I literally could tell you what I'm going to order in almost every city before I go there. I'm going to order the same food. I'm going to go to mm -hmm. the same place. I'm maybe not as exciting and or as adventurous, but that's me. By the way, yeah. where is Clark Kent? 
Where is he? Not I'm not sure play? where he is, but let's let's I'm going to wrap our way back into hockey. Um, according to to Google, uh, now the Predators with this win and with the Blues losing, I think it puts the Predators in the first place spot in the Central Division. Is it, I, I think, I'm pretty sure it's second, but maybe my math is wrong. Isn't it second? One right now, the Predators are eight, one and one. The Jets are seven, one and two, and the Blues are five, three and two. Never mind. I, They're eight, I, three and two. Sorry. I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was St. Louis, but what do I know? Am I, we're looking at are you looking at NHL.com? The Coyotes are at the bottom. Yeah, that one we know for sure. Literally yep. know that one for sure. And they could go on a four-game winning streak and still be in last. Yeah. The Blackhawks are are sorry, four nine and two. And sorry, I was looking at the wrong. Um, I was looking at uh the Predators are nine, five, and one. The Jets are eight, three, and three, and the Blues are oh. eight, three, and two. Aaron, by the way, Clark Kent is here. You're supposed to let him in. Oh, He's perfect. Sorry, I was looking at the standings, but we will definitely let Craig in. Hi, Craig. Hey guys, can you even see me? <laughs> yeah, and, and Craig, at this point, does it matter? Like, does it matter? <laughs> wow, it's yeah, extremely bright sure. behind you, though. Yeah, that's a problem. This this press box is, uh, as you know, Petey, This is the one one of the few press boxes that is actually in the stands. So um, the lighting is bizarre. Everything <laughs> yeah. everything about this is bizarre. Clearly, you either need to take a garbage can away, or you need to stand on some boxes, one or the other. I'm yeah. not sure. Maybe, maybe I'll grab it and hold it in front of me like this. How's this, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, much that, better. I keep wiggling really it. How's Whoa. that? <laughs> oh, Craig, I you, got you, a roller coaster. I, I don't know what to say about this one, Craig. I, I they, they had a five on three that they can't for two minutes. They can't score on Vimelka again. I think he struggled out of the gate and didn't give uh, an A one performance. Um, you've got injuries. You've got COVID protocols. What's the mood? We had Jacob Chikrin in post game, guys. I, you know, I, I, I was looking at a couple of people in there after he spoke, and God, he just sounded despondent. I mean, it's this is beyond frustration for these guys that just can't find a way to win a game. He was he was surprised that Nashville came out with more urgency than the Coyotes did tonight. But you know, look, I, I agree this team has to play for sixty minutes, but even then, they're going to be challenged. They're just going to be challenged to win games. They just keep stacking up these losses. I, I just don't see this getting better, Petey. I, I wonder about the mental state of so many guys on this roster as these losses start to stack up, as they fall farther and farther behind everybody, literally everybody in the NHL standings. Yeah, I, I, we've talked about that before. And what does this do to the development? And, and what does a losing atmosphere really do to you long term? Man, I... I I don't know. Like it's you can you could go back through the last few years, and we know Buffalo has struggled, and the Coyotes struggled in fourteen, fifteen, but they didn't struggle like this. No. Like this is this is this is record setting pace that this team. This team is. I, I don't know how this group of players can go to the rink every day. And I, how do you go on the ice for sixty minutes and go? Okay, I'm going to give everything I got out here, and for what? I. I, I, I I know it's their job and I know they get paid a lot of money to do that. I know all of that is true and you, you do what you got to do, but emotionally going out there, knowing you're behind the eight ball before the game even starts has got to be just disparaging for these players. I don't know how they're going to do it for, for another seven, what 70 some yeah. game. 
Yeah. I'm going to go back to small Craig because I don't think I want to hold this laptop in front of me. So you'll yeah, have to yeah. that's fine, Craig. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look at, hey, how's this? Like Kilroy. That's it. Well, that, we, we, I am say, I, I did tell Aaron I was surprised you were still here and you're not already at Tootsie's. Although the line at Tootsie's right now, forget about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, it'd be unbelievable no on a weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe I'd like legends. To, I'd like to go back to the winery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those that missed the show last night, Craig had a very long afternoon at a winery. Yeah, very I'll long. Be right. You'll have a story on it tomorrow, and that that's about the uh, the best thing to come out of my trip to Nashville. So, Does this help Chikrin getting the goal? <laughs> I don't know. You know, look, he said, I'm not focusing on points and look, one goal, one assist minus 20, whatever it is on a team that's going to win. Got squeak, squeak into double digits for wins this season. I don't know how it helps you. This, this was the thing that we worried about with this team all season, right? Look, you, you can say that this is the plan that they have to embark upon. And, and, and honestly, I agree with it. I didn't think, that the roster that they had was going to amount to anything more than being a bubble playoff team, but there's still an impact on the players. And there are some players here that, you know, could be around in a few years. What is, what is their mental state after having to go through this? And it's not just this season, right? It's not like this thing is going to get so much better next season. It's not, it's going to be a tough road for these guys. They're giving up years of their prime careers are finite. It takes a toll on you emotionally and mentally how do they come out the other side of this? Yeah, I don't know. Is is there a point where you think the management staff has to go? Okay, we got to do something. Like we got to help these yeah. guys somewhere. Do I? I don't know. Do they or they just go? Okay, this is it. Like I know they set their plan in place. I know this is what they're trying to do. I know we're trying to lose. Everybody in North America gets it. But you still got to win a few hockey games. Like yeah. pretty soon you're going to talk about empty stands. You're going to talk players that don't want to go to work anymore. You got a frustrated coaching staff. Like at some point, do, do you give them a little bit of help? I, I honestly I don't know because what are we going to what are we going to be one in twenty one in thirty? Like yeah. at what point do you go? Okay, this is no longer going to be part of the plan. So and I know do there's do? injuries. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Do you I make mean, a trade? What, do you, do you, what what little help is it going to do anything? Is it going to accomplish anything? And do you want to be? T- are, are you talking about giving up assets? Yeah, to, you're right. You know, give a couple a uh, couple win bump in the standings. I don't I don't know that that does. No, it. you're right. You're right. I, I just see the frustration yeah. that, that there's just no there's no I don't see any way out of this right now, Craig. And you talked about more injuries yeah. tonight. You got um, COVID guys. I don't know yep. if they're going to have to fly somebody out. I don't know if they have enough people, even healthy bodies, there to play. Yeah. You know, so we, we luckily they have a few days to evaluate. So we'll see. You wonder about that too, right? Uh, you know, as soon as Phil Phil Housley comes down in 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 COVID protocols, and then Andrew Ladd gets it, okay. But I'm not saying it's going to happen, but is it going to sweep through the team now, like it did with Ottawa or some of these other teams? And and what happens then? This is right. obviously not a team that can afford to lose anybody at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just there's just not a lot of good storylines around this team right now. No, there really isn't. And I think that from my perspective, I don't think any team in any professional sport ever is going into the locker in the locker room is ever like, well, you know, we're trying to lose. I, I honestly think these guys are giving it their best and, you know, they just don't have the best pieces right now, which is why they're in the position they are. And, you know, hopefully they will, you know, get that the high round draft pick like they are trying to do or, or what they want. But it does it does take, I think, an emotional toll um, on the guys, but I do have one question for you, Craig. Do you feel like, did anyone ask Chick about, uh, you know, his concerns with there being um, players and coaches on the team in COVID-19 protocol and also with um, 
Dimitri's uh, injury tonight um, going into playing a tough team like the Blues on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, we talked to Andre about the concerns before the game, and he, he admitted, yeah, they're they're very concerned about it because you just don't know. You, you you try and follow all the rules. You try and do all the right things, and yet it's somewhat out of your hands. We'll see see what happens. Andrew Ladd was on the ice for this team last night in Chicago, scored a goal, and now he's in the COVID protocol. He was obviously around everyone, and they're on a, an airplane flying from city to city. They're in like a, a basically a Petri dish in the airplane. So is it going to sweep through them? I don't know. We'll see, but it's not a good situation. And then as far as Yashkin, it's, I mean, you guys saw the hit. I, I'm curious what you guys thought of that. I, I thought it was a dirty play. Um, as Andre turned, I asked him right after the game, do you know anything more? And he said, yeah, it's going to be long-term, like really long-term, which sounds like Dimitri Yashkin might be out for the season. This is a guy that came over from the KHL for another opportunity in the NHL, he was the leading scorer. He hadn't played well. I'm sure he was hoping that he could come out of it, and now he might just be on the shelf for the rest of the season. Unbelievable turn of events here. Yeah, he's a guy that we've been waiting to to see that offensive output that he had in in, in the KHL, and it just hasn't come to fruition. And now he's hurt. Do I, you know, you have to watch the hit again, Craig Burrowicki. And, and how are you pronouncing his name? I always call the Burrowicki. Uh, our broadcasters had something else here. Do you, how do you pronounce his last name? I, I actually can't even remember, so I'm not even going to okay, say so it. I'm going to say Barawicki because that's the way I was calling the room. It, it's I not think? that, but I, yeah, but it's I, I can't remember. I, sorry, some of those guys I look up when I go back in because you don't I say apologize. their names often enough. <laughs> and, and I'm sure he's watching right now, so he can call in and correct me right. on the YouTube channel because I'm sure probably, he's here. Probably. Most game listening in. Do I think it's a dirty hit? I mean, he's got a history. He's, he's a tough player. Um I just think he went into it slower. I think it was he, he and he tried to adjust and it ends up looking really, really bad. Do I think he maliciously went in to hurt him? No, Jaskin turns on him too. Yes, he could have avoided it. And I think he's a guy that he's going to get labeled as a tough, dirty player. Um, I, I want you to watch it again, Craig. We'll we'll digest it and go back to it again tomorrow because I, I maybe it, I didn't see it quite as bad as what other people are saying in, in the comments and on Twitter. So maybe I need to rewatch it. Yeah, it's just a shame that, you know, they've lost another guy. Again, he, he didn't say he's out for the season, but it, I mean, when so somebody says in? really long term. Yeah. So what does that Good do? Hey, hey, does it, what, what does that do to Tucson? Like, does now do we have to start pulling more guys out of Tucson? We were already seeing Deneen, Mayo, you, you're seeing O'Brien. Like, we're seeing, I like, got a lot of guys that we thought would be down there helping yep. with their success and development. I mean, I I, I don't know it. Like, what's the plan? Like, Man, leave I'd them almost, down there in Tucson. Yeah, I'd almost rather like claim somebody off waivers or something and just put them in the lineup rather than impacting like somebody else's else. development. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, speaking of that, well, we're talking goalies. Hutton's close, right? Maybe no, not this not. trip. Oh, he's I don't not think close. he's that close. I don't okay, think he's never that mind. Close. I think he's on this trip basically because it's Nashville and St. Louis. You know, he played both these places. I think okay. he wanted to be on this trip, um, but I don't get the sense that he's close. I, I don't know. I, I think there might be a level of concern with his ability to come back from this soon. <sighs> I don't yeah, know. And, and by, by the way, Karel Vemelka, and we've talked about this as well, Petey, starting to see some bad habits creep into his game, and that can happen when you're playing behind a team like this. You you, you try to do too much. Um, I didn't think he was sharp again tonight. So now now what do they do there? 
Yeah, we talked about that a lot off the top of the show, how when, when he's coming in as an unknown and kind of a, hey, I can prove myself to the world, his outlook on the game was much different than it is now, clearly. And I, I think with Wedgwood here, I think it's time for him to take a back seat and maybe get more time when they do get practice time to spend it with Corey Schwab and trying to find his game back. Because right now, he does not look like the same goalie he did two weeks ago. He, he, he's yeah, sliding around. Did. He's not playing solid. He's not tracking the puck as well. It's not the same guy. And so, you know, it's in there and hopefully it comes back because I, I really don't want to see them getting an Ivan Prosvitov here. I yeah. want to see him in Tucson for sure. Yeah. It's just uh, even even Vemelka, though, if you if you like this kid for the future. Playing in this situation is rough. Yeah, rough. I, I don't know how you gain what you gain out of this. Anything. Uh, Craig, are you coming back here? Or are you going to St. Louis? Going to St. Louis. OK. Any thoughts on the, the first in the central St. Louis Blues and how that matchup's going to look on Tuesday? <laughs> Based on history, I would say, you know, the, the Coyotes always seem to play well against the Blues, but this these are not the same Coyotes, obviously, and St. Louis is playing really well. We saw what the Blues did when they came to Gila River Arena. I just, I don't see them matching up with that team. I just don't see any way they match up with that team. They're they're probably going to lose another game and come, come back winless on this road trip. And by the way, I'm sure you guys saw this, Ottawa won tonight. Every team yeah. in the NHL is at least six points clear of the Coyotes. Uh, and yeah. six point a six-point spread on the Coyotes right now just feels like Feels like a quarter of a season. It's it's insane how how quickly the rest of the league has separated from the Coyotes. They are they're going to be at the bottom of of the standings. They're not going to have much competition the way this thing is going. We might not look forward to the season, but we can look forward to the draft. Is it time for a rebuild reminder? Oh, yeah, we've oh, you want to hear it again? I, 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 oh, told, I told the fans bad. today that they have the real voice behind the the rebuild reminder. Okay. But I'll do it just for you, Craig. Rebuild reminder. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Craig, I was I was I was hoping to have a lighter show and have some fun. I just You mean like I, light I, on my face? Yeah, that was, <laughs> I just okay. wasn't in the mood today. And I I, 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 I sat there and watched with frustration. Even the did they talk about the five on three or is that not a yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, they talked about the five on three. What, what the five what on three could have been it could have been a turning point in that game, clearly. And, and I asked Andre specifically because, I mean, you guys saw what was happening on the five-on-three. They kept working the puck backside to Clayton Keller to bang away from the bottom of the circle. It's like it's a low-percentage shot. I have no idea why they were doing that. And as Andre pointed out, this is a goalie who moves well east-west. So you're, you're playing to his strength. They weren't getting anything from the top. They're not getting bodies. They're not getting deflections. I have no idea what they were doing on that five-on-three. And as Andre said, that's not what we're practicing. That's not no. what we're doing in practice. So – why are these guys getting away from it? You, you got to stay within your systems at the very least if you're trying to have success. Yeah, Craig, they have two more players than the opponent for two full minutes. Like, yeah. and, and even with Keller's shots, and believe me, he took a ton of them. They were two feet above the goal line. With <laughs> Saros, if you watch, Saros is there and set against the post. He's just shooting pucks into Saros, almost like practice. Like, what yeah, are you guys doing? It was so frustrating know. to watch. There was no, there was no, oh my gosh, Saros made an unbelievable save, or oh, he didn't see that one off the post. Literally, not any of that for two minutes. And that's for me when the turning point of the game, it was over. Like that, that to me, once they couldn't capitalize and not even capitalize, there was no momentum. There was no speed. There was no, no players rotating going through the middle. There was no, there was nothing. There was nothing off that two minutes of, of five on three to go, okay, now we can build on that. Oh, that was exciting. Saros came up big, but we're getting at him. There was nothing. And when that was over, I I, I really – there was no chance in this game. This game to me was over, and now we're – you know, Aaron and I just sat back and, 
Oh, I would like yeah. to say we cracked a beer. We didn't until now, but it was, you knew <laughs> yeah. that was that one was over. Petey, why was that even the shot selection? Like if, if Clayton Keller is up a little bit, you know, he's, he's at the top of the circle, you know, opposite Alex Ovechkin spot. Okay. That's a place you want to shoot from. That's the back door. Sure. Go ahead and shoot from there. But when you're, like you said, almost on the goal line, what are you hoping to do? I mean, the only chance you have is if the goalie doesn't get to the post because yeah. there's so little net to shoot or, at from that angle. Or if you put it on the ice from there and you can hope for a rebound out front of the net for the yeah. guy that's back front, maybe. But but you're right. You want to see those guys coming off the top of the circle getting those good uh, – a shot from an angle. Or if you look at the math and the analytics, because a lot of people like to look at analytics, where you score on the power play or what generates the goal – it might not always be from there – is a shot from the top of the point. Yep. Right in the middle at the top of the umbrella on a power play is where the power play generates the most power play chances. Whether that shot goes in, gets tips, gets screened, or it creates a rebound and a scrum that creates the goal from that shot. And you didn't see that. No, I, I, I don't know. I or Chick, yeah. Either one of their guys at the point. I mean, I think Chick fanned on one, but you know, you, you weren't getting any of that on the five on three, which was just insane to me. I kept watching those two guys pass up opportunities and then Clayton Keller banging it from the goal line. It, it made no sense what they were doing on that five months. And I really think one of the most frustrating things about watching this team is that it could just be, you know, opportunities like those that could really send them on a high, you know, like beating a team like the Predators, um, you know, taking those shots. I mean, we talked about shots on goal. If you didn't see the score, PD said, you know, they if, if I didn't see the score, that I might have said the Coyotes might have won this one if I just looked on shots on goal. But... You know, it's it's always disappointing, again, especially when you're close or not close, just knowing that, you know, we're thinking about when is this team going to get that win or if they're ever going to get that win to kind of send them on their way. Do yeah. you think that they have that in them? Like if they do take advantage of those opportunities that are clearly there to go on a run? Or is it one of those things where they might get a win here or there, but it's going to be purely luck? I think, well, you know, I don't know if it be purely luck. I mean, there may there may be some games where they play well enough to win, but I don't this I don't think this team has the horses to string together wins. I just don't think that they're a good enough team to string together more than maybe two wins, three wins. I just don't see it happening like like all season. No, I, I couldn't agree. I can't, can't agree. First, it starts with goaltending. Wedgie's going to have to play better than this in St. Yeah. Louis. He's going to have yeah. to. He's going to have to stand on his head, make saves he shouldn't make. The only way this team will win is if they have solid goaltending. I don't mean average. Colorado Avalanche and Darcy Kemper has played average games for Colorado, and they can still win. You cannot have average goaltending here in Arizona. You need to have above average goaltending. And honestly, they've only had that a few times all season. That's the start. Then from there, you've got to figure out a way who is going to create offense and how are you going to get more than one goal in a game? There are so many question marks and so many problems. I honestly don't know how Andre Tournier gets up in the morning and goes, where do I start? Like, There's got to be a checklist of 10 things I need to work on today. But we don't have practice until Monday. So yeah. I, I don't know. You can't correct everything. Maybe you can correct one thing. And you're right, Craig. This team is not built to put string together. Let's hope they get another win before they get to the January 1st. Right. Like We got Detroit on the schedule, but they're playing well. You've got – I again, I don't see where the wins are. I just don't see it. And you've talked about this third period. There's another instance where Nashville was up by four. Do I think they – put the pedal down in the third period? I, I really don't. 
So we talk about Coyotes coming in in the third, and they were a little bit better in the third. Well, the, their opponents are taking their foot off the gas. Yep. Like I, I think that we was low in sleep. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. And uh, like I say, it's traveling. I'm looking forward to the article tomorrow, Craig. I hope you yeah. take pictures. Are Tootsies tonight or Legends stage? Nah, I'm just what going back. I've, I've got an early flight to St. Louis tomorrow, so uh, this story will be up <laughs> around noon. And I am uh, I'm working on a big story heading back to St. Louis. I'm Bill Armstrong yeah. as well, so got a couple couple interesting stories at least coming. So you fly to St. Louis tomorrow? Yeah. Well, the team does not fly until Monday. Correct. Okay. Day off in Nashville tomorrow. Day off in Nashville. I got work to huh. do anyway, so it's okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, thanks for joining us, Craig. And I have one last question for you before we go. Uh, I saw some people were there cheering on the Coyotes in Nashville. Did you see any PHNX shirts? I did not tonight. Uh, did not. You know, I, well, I, I was only out in the uh, I was only out in the the concourse for a little while. This this press box is actually sort of in the stands, but you walk out. There's a little media room right behind it. That's that's about the only time I was out in the stands. So I didn't really see a lot of fans. I got to the arena and came straight into the sort of the media areas and, and down low. So I didn't really see a lot of people tonight. Well, if you see any fans, you let them know that right now, if you sign up for an annual membership using code coyotes 2021 you'll get a 60 dollars gift card to the phnx locker so make sure they go to gophnx.com that's where you're going to get it pd's rocking it tonight i'm wearing one tonight i wear my i'll try to wear them all the time and i'm in studio a today so it's nice and warm so i don't have to wear a a coat (laughs) and you can read craig's article if you want to read craig's winery story you have to be a member and who who does not want to read that winery. I'm reading the it's winery. It's a fun story, story actually. I'm so. all about recommendations. I already yeah. said that. Yeah, it's a fun story. I think you guys will enjoy this one. <sighs> well, Craig, I, I, I honestly, Craig, I just, I don't even know what else to say. Literally, yeah. don't know what else to say about this. Yeah, I, we'll I appreciate you going and watching, and and um, we'll have you back. Uh, well, I don't even know when they play when they when they come back. Do you know Tuesday. when they're next? Well, no, I know that when you're there oh. though. When you're oh. here. When I'm in in studio. Jesus, well, I'm not in studio. Remember. When do you come back here? Wednesday, Wednesday morning? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be doing the same thing on Tuesday night. Leah will be back in studio, I hope, unless Harry Styles swept her away and she's ah. gone for good to a new life of <laughs> glamour. And I hope extra. that's the case. Good uh, for okay. Leah. Well, I will try and find a uh, booth with some lighting on my face in the next one. Unfortunately, they don't have that option here. So, you know Maybe what? That's Craig, a good I thing tonight. I don't I mind standing in the whole, I'm li- Hang on. I'm looking through the comments. Nope, not a whole lot of complaints that they couldn't see your face. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, sorry, bud. I'm sorry, Craig. Travel safe tomorrow, You're and fine. we'll do this. We'll do this all again on Tuesday. All right, cut me off, Aaron. Get me out of Bye, here. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Well, Craig, Aaron, I'd love oh. to sit here and say let's let's talk more on the Coyotes, but but let's, let's not. Let's not let's, tonight. Let's not. Um, but we can talk about um, all of the deals going on at PHNX. Um, the Suns are doing great. I think ASU won tonight. Um, Brittany shot an awesome video at the end of the Sun Devils basketball That's game cool. that went viral, like overtime, everything. I'll hype her up. Um, she did a great, great job um, catching that moment. Um Unfortunately, it did not fall in the Sun Devils' favor, but super awesome video, super awesome content coming here from PHNX. What do you think? No, I have the first. Is that the first official PHNX viral video? 
I'm I not think. sure, but Over you know what? It was I crazy. know it wasn't mine. Yeah. I'm looking at like, if I get 10 likes, I'm like, Oh, that was a big deal. She's over a hundred thousand, like a hundred thousand views. Good for her. You know what? And, and it, it, she's down the hall right now too. In another studio, she's uh, doing her uh, Sun Devil football postgame show. And I, I tell you what, if you haven't watched any of the other shows here at PHNX, honestly, try it. Like they're fun. The Sun Show is a fun show. Derek's a fun guy with the baseball show. Like the Cardinal show is informative and they're winning. And Johnny's as big a supporter of that team as anybody in the Valley. So yeah. if you haven't watched them, give one a chance because everybody here is just talking sports. It's all about having fun. And I know the Coyotes aren't winning and we're not having a whole lot of fun tonight. And I apologize that falls somewhat on me. But we do have an environment and a community that's just here to talk. We're all into these sports. We enjoy our sports that we cover, but we enjoy other sports. So give another one a chance because PHNX has a lot to offer, honestly. Yeah, we are all in this together. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're all cheering for the same for the same teams and we want to see everyone, everyone succeed. So um, if you're catching us on YouTube right now, we want to remind you that you can make sure to never miss out on any show by subscribing um, to the PHNX uh, sports page on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the PHNX Coyotes, PHNX Suns, PHNX Sun Devils, the Air- we even cover U of A, Arizona. Um, and if you're hearing us on one of those apps, uh, we want to remind you that we are cranking out awesome content around all the major Arizona sports teams on our YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe and hit the bell to sign up for alerts every time you drop me in videos. So to make sure I know some of you guys, this is late. But to make sure right before you go to bed, you know, you're laying in bed on your phone watching TikToks. I know PD does that all the time right before he goes to bed. It's nice to have that little ping that reminds you, you know, like you want to listen to uh, Leah and Craig and PD right before you go to bed every night. Yeah, I want to get tucked (laughs) in by Craig Morgan. That'll help me sleep. Thanks. Oh, man. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll go hit that right on the way home. I'll get my TikTok all fired up. Absolutely. And you know what? We're definitely, you know, we're definitely going to think about getting Craig a selfie light just to like bring out all of his nice features uh, when he's on the road. We'll we'll maybe invest in a ring light for him. But um, you can follow us on PHNX Coyote underscore Coyotes on Twitter and follow us on or add us on Facebook. You can uh, follow Petey at S Peters Hockey, correct? That is it. S. Peter's hockey. I follow him. I have alerts. So whenever he tweets fun <laughs> stuff, I always get notified of it on my phone. Again, would not want to miss that. <laughs> would not want to miss that. Um, yeah. You don't need to put my notifications on, but you can follow me at Slindy Aaron nine. And you got any final takeaways, PD? No, I get, we made it through another one and we'll do it again on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it's going to be another another tough one, but I am confident that Beer in the at fridge. some point, at some point, they're going to they're going to get it. They're going to figure out there's going to be some sort of light for these for these guys, because we know we I mean, you know, they're working hard. You know how hard it is for them, you know, when you're losing. But just a little bit of hope. I feel like they could really, really use right now. Wow. There's some positivity here and we don't usually see in the therapy session. Nice. Sorry. No, you don't. Don't apologize for being optimistic. <laughs> Sorry, this is what happens. The show turns into a motivational story when I'm on. That'll, that'll change. We'll bring it down. <sighs> anyway, see everybody next Tuesday. Thanks yeah, again. Yeah, see everyone next Tuesday. Have a great weekend.
Peace.